he came uh, to this meeting a couple of years ago, part of it. But this year he's going to preach this opening night. And I, f- I feel very confident that God has given him a word for us. I have great respect for Brother Cleve Lambeth, a man of conviction, a man of character. He's a man of courage. He built his first church at 19 years old. He's a man of great consecration. The favor of God is upon him. The area of his responsibility with the Lambeth work in Brazil uh, gives him responsibility over 50 churches. And he's presently pastoring three or four churches himself. We love you. We honor you. We thank you for being an example to this generation of apostolic leadership. And we're glad to have you tonight. I love you. Why don't we give the Lord a big, wonderful hand clap of praise. Oh, He's in this place. Hallelujah. 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 Why don't you raise your hand and let's just worship Him. Everyone, everybody. Oh, we love you today. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. Come on, worship Him just a little bit more. We didn't come just to attend. We came to worship. We came to give Him glory. We came to get involved. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Lord. We love you today. We love you today. We love you today. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. It's certainly a great honor and a great privilege to be in Jennings in the Mid-South Apostolic Men's Conference. You may be seated. I appreciate so very much the opportunity that the Lord prepared for me to be able to be here. Uh, I want to thank Elder Townsley for the invitation and the confidence Um, I do not consider myself a conference preacher and um, I am certainly not or do not feel um, the right person for this job here tonight. But I do appreciate God allowing me to come and uh, to see so many wonderful apostolic men. Amen. Uh, There is... There is strength when so many men get together to worship the Lord. And uh, we have felt His presence here already tonight. I know that the opening night, um, people have traveled. And uh, some are still trying to recuperate from the trip. And uh, it's still a, a Friday and folks work and all of that. But there is, even beyond all of that, there is liberty and and a good spirit in the house. And I believe God's going to do great things this 
weekend. Amen. I believe that. I believe that. I, uh, I appreciate so very much uh, the room, uh, the basket. Uh, I really like that pen, Elder. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Uh, I will keep that and cherish that dearly. Uh, to see all ministers that are here, uh, certainly I am not a preacher's preachers and uh, preachers preacher, and uh, I uh, I'll just act like you all are not here, amen. But it's good it's good to see so many friends, uh, men that have stood for this great apostolic truth for so many years. Um, I, I in conferences like this, you see. Uh, people that you haven't seen for a while. And it's always good to know that people are still continuing the faith. Amen. I, I know that each and every one of us live and work in different areas of the world. And um, I come from South America. And, and uh, uh, the devil is the same everywhere. Every one of us is under so much stress and so much pressure. Amen. But in, in, in a general sense, I feel like the church is going well. Amen. I feel like God has blessed us and helped us. Amen. And even though maybe morally the world is going down, I believe the church is as strong today as it has ever been. Amen. And I, I want to continue to do my part for, uh, my part for that to continue to be that way. I'm so much looking forward to the ministers and the preaching of the word tomorrow. Uh, I have not met either one of the preachers that are preaching except Elder Davies, yesterday we were able to spend a little time together. And uh, these two are the giants. And I'm just, uh, I'll just, I'll just say a few words and get out of the way. I'm glad this is not a competition. Amen. We're not here competing. If we were, I would already be, I, I, it's, I'm, I've lost already. Amen. But uh, we're all trying to do our best. And I honestly can say that I have prayed and fasted. Uh, for this service, and uh, I spent most of uh, the days this week praying and asking God to confirm, and uh, even today, uh, throughout the day, I, I tried to wrestle in my mind, and I feel like what I'm going to preach is what the Lord laid upon my heart to do, amen. It may not be what you expected, it may not be the right in somebody's opinion, but I'll just have to do what I feel like the Lord has laid upon my heart. Amen. There's nothing else that I can do. Amen. I am not a professional preacher. I, uh, you, I'm, I'm not the kind that, that I, I have very little talent of my own. I depend upon the Holy Ghost. Amen. I can't, I can't do it without His help. And I want to do my best here tonight. Uh, I, I will try to be short as, as possible. But uh, again, I do feel, I do feel like what I have here is what the Lord laid upon my heart. Amen. And I hope you'll help me. Amen. I hope you'll help me. I, I wish I would trade with anyone, be up here and me be down there. But since I'm up here, if, if, I, I would help you if you were up here. So I hope you would help me. Amen. Let's stand tonight. Let's stand tonight. I uh, this is all very foreign to me. This is a different culture, a different, uh, everything is so different. Uh, being born and raised in Brazil, it's a little, uh, 
a lot different, but um, I like that word, the Mid-South Apostolic Men's Conference. Amen. That word apostolic, that defines everything. Amen. We could have a whole lot more said about if there was any other name there, but when you put that word apostolic, well, we can all identify. Amen. Anyone that's apostolic can identify with apostolic church. Amen. We may differ in a few things here and there, but we're united by a apostolic, amen, anointing and an apostolic way of having church. And I believe that apostolics should always just have good church and let the Holy Ghost move. Amen. And the Word of God do its work. Uh, so let's, let's read here tonight. I, uh, let's go to the book of Hebrews. And again, uh, I, hope, I hope that you'll help me. Uh, Elder, if this is not right, well, you can fix it later. But I'll just have to do what I feel like doing here. Amen. Hebrews chapter 4. And um, I feel... feel a burden for, amen, the defense of the apostolic pulpit, defense of the apostolic pulpit, amen, and um, the Lord has laid a few thoughts upon my heart, and I hope to share them here with you tonight, Hebrews chapter 4, amen, verse number 12 and 13, I'll do my best to read, it's a familiar passage of scripture for The Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow. And it is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Neither is there in any creature that is not manifested in his sight, but all things are naked and opened unto the eyes of him which we have to do amen why don't you pray for me ask the lord to help me and and uh, and i can feel the liberty and and feel after the holy ghost here tonight god you know how much i need you you know how much i need you lord You may be seated. I believe that I can say here tonight that as we read these verses of Scripture that we can see clearly the objective and the purpose of the Word of God. Amen. I believe that as we read the Word of the Lord throughout Scripture, we can see clearly the objective and the purpose, the character of The word of God. But also as we read these scriptures. I believe that we can also see the nature of the work of God. Or the word of the Lord. Amen. The personality of the word of God. I I note as we read these scriptures here. 
There are words like quick, amen. The word of God, it is quick. It is alive. It has life, amen. You can feel it, amen. The word of God is something that you can feel, amen. When the word is being preached with the, with the authority of the Holy Ghost and the move of God, amen, it's something that you can feel, amen. The word of God is not dead. It, it is alive. It is quick, amen. It has Life, it has personality. Amen. It's, it's a moving spirit. The moving, amen. The spirit of God, it's a moving spirit. The word of God, it's moving. It's quick. It's alive. The Bible says that it is powerful. Amen. That word alone, it, it, it explains a whole lot. Amen. About the nature of the word of God. It is powerful. Amen. There is Power in the word of God. Amen. It is sharp. Uh, hallelujah. It is, it is sharp. Amen. Like a two-edged sword. And, and, uh, we look and, and these scriptures at, at what the word of God is, is able to do. And, and the Bible says that it pierces. Amen. It penetrates. It divides. It discerns. Amen. That That is a exposure of the nature, amen, of the Word of God, of the way that the apostolic pulpit, amen, the preaching of the Word of God, that's, that's the working of it. Amen. It pierces. It penetrates. It divides. Amen. It discerns. It reads the mind. It reads the soul. Amen. It reads the heart. That is apostolic ministry and the word of God. Amen. And the way that God uses to explain this. He uses this two-edged sword. Amen. It's a sword that cuts on both sides. It's sharp. Amen. It'll cut as it goes in. And it'll cut as it comes out. Amen. There ain't, there ain't nothing comfortable about the sword. In fact, I went to Walmart and I was going to, I was going to buy a sword just to bring here to use. Amen. As a, as a example. And, and, uh, you know, your sword is, uh, I just found the, the foamy kind that Walmart Walmart. Amen. But I don't believe that that's the kind that the Word of God is associated to. Amen. It's not something that a kid plays with. Amen. It's something that you don't want to play with. Amen. It's something that moves in the heart. It's something that penetrates in the soul. Amen. It's something that works inside of us. Amen. Church is not a comfort zone. Amen. We don't come to church to feel good. We don't come to church Amen. To get a massage. Amen. God is working through His Word in our heart and in our soul through the Word of the Lord. Amen. Amen. I was... You may be seated. I was, I was thinking about this sword. Amen. I, I'm, 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 I'm not an American and, and, uh, I, I may use some words that you don't understand. In fact, uh, my, I, my parents were from East Texas. And so if I know any English, it's that East Texan 
hickey way of speaking. Amen. But uh, so, so don't, don't, don't bother about any words. Amen. But that poking, amen, that challenging of the word of God, that moving, amen. We, we can't lose the, the working of the Holy Ghost through the word of God in our hearts and in our souls. Amen. Apostolic church, it cannot become a comfort zone. Amen. It cannot become a place where we feel comfortable, but Yet, we should be challenged. Amen. We should be checked. We should be challenged and checked. Amen. By the Word of God. It's poking at us. Amen. It's trying to get us to move. It's trying to get us to react. Amen. It's examining what's within us. And God is working through the word of God. Amen. Let us not take away the liberty of the ministry. Amen. To operate the sword in a way that the church may be perfected. Amen. I I remember in, in back home we would buy live chickens and mom would kill them. Amen. And uh, I, I never enjoyed that, but I can remember in my mind the sound of that deboning. Amen. That knife going in that chicken and breaking those bones. Amen. And the fighting. Hallelujah. That's that's not a pleasant thing to remember or to hear. But yet that is the very same thing that the word of God should do in us. Amen. It should penetrate. It should challenge us. Amen. It should pierce. Amen. It should divide. It should, it should challenge us. The word of God should always work in every apostolic church. That's our hope. Amen. That's our hope. There's that the pulpit of the apostolic church remains alive in the end time. And the word of God, it may deal with things in your life, but it still saves. Amen. It still saves. The word of God, it may challenge us in areas that, that we may not really want to be challenged, but it's still, amen, the saving power. It still has the ability to make out of us what God is desiring. We need to preserve the apostolic pulpit, the liberty, amen, of Preaching the liberty of speaking the word of God. Amen. Second Timothy 3 and 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. And it is profitable. Amen. For doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction, for righteousness. Amen. The ministry is given for the perfecting of the church. God is working. Amen. If God ain't working, it's not an apostolic church. If God ain't challenging us, if the word of God is not hitting us and not trying to change us. Amen. There is something missing. This is still a, this is still a house of, 
of sacrifice. Amen. This is still a place of coming and dying. Amen. And listening to the word of God. This is still the potter's house. Amen. God is still working in us. In other words, amen. And I repeat myself. We're not here, amen, to get a massage on our back. Amen. We're here to be challenged. And if we ever lose the challenge, if there's ever, if we ever lose the sharpness, if we ever lose the liberty of the apostolic pulpit, if we ever lose, amen, the voice of God in the church, there's not much hope, amen, for the church. Let God speak. Let God challenge us. Let God mold us. Let God pierce us. Let God move us. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. The word of God, it heals, it saves, it delivers. Amen. But it will confront, it will expose, it will direct. Amen. Sometimes even crush and kill and break. In other words, amen, what I feel like we are fighting, amen, in the days that we are living in is, is a generation that is not wanting anymore to hear what's to say, amen, when folks say that the largest church in America, amen, is pastored by Joel Osteen, that speaks about the attitude of folks and what they expect out of church, amen, when folks, amen, when you read that Joel Osteen has the largest church in America, Amen. That speaks about the attitude of folks in the days that we are living in. Amen. They're wanting more of a psychologist and make me feel good. Amen. And make me look good. But the word of God, it's going to challenge us. It's going to expose us. It's going to show our faults and our failures. But it will save us. I said it will save us. It will change us. It will save us. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. In fact, in fact, amen. In fact, I was thinking, well, I'll, I'll apologize. Amen. And really, 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 we've been doing too much apology. Amen. Anything that we say, we try to make it right. We try to classify it. Amen. We try to explain it. Well, really what I'm trying to say, amen, we were so afraid that something is going to offend somebody. But let me tell you, this word, it's offensive. I said this word is offensive. I said this word, it will offend you. And through the offense, it will bring you to the altar. Amen. And give you a chance and an opportunity to repent and to make it right. Let us not take away the edge of the pulpit. Amen. Hallelujah. Ezekiel, Ezekiel chapter 3. Amen. You, you may be seated. God help me here tonight. Amen. 
Hallelujah. And he said unto me, Son of man, go get into the house of Israel and speak my words unto them. For thou art not sent to a people of a strange speech and of a hard language, but to the house of Israel. Not to many people of strange speech and not of an hard language whose words thou canst not understand. Surely I have sent you, amen, to them, uh, to them that thy would have spoken unto thee amen by but the house of Israel will not hearken unto thee for they will not be hearkened unto unto me for all of the house of Israel they are impotent amen in and whatever, amen, and hard-headed, amen, that is a picture of the generation that we are facing, amen, folks are hard-headed, amen, they are hard-hearted, but let me tell you, God gave a personality to the apostolic ministry that it's not going to be challenged by the hard-headedness of folks that walk in through our doors, amen, God said, if they're hard-headed, I'm going to give you a harder head. Let me tell you, it's time to preach. It's time to preach. It's time to preach. More than just a little patty cake. Amen. It's the end time. We need to hear the voice of God. Amen. Behold. I have made thy face strong against their faces and thy forehead strong against their foreheads. Amen. If the folks are ugly, I'm going to make you even uglier. If they look at you wrong, I'm going to give you a look. Amen. To challenge that look. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, apostolic ministry in 2016 cannot be challenged or cannot be intimidated. Amen, by the attitude of the age. We need men to preach the word. Amen, with authority and audacity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I preach in places that folks kind of look at you. You know, they got that attitude. Amen. They got that rebellious. You know, they got their, in Brazil, we got a emergency break. I don't know if cars here in the States have it. Amen. But they pulled their emergency break up. Amen. They don't want to move. They don't want to do anything. Amen. And the, and, and the ministry will try a little bit. And then when we can't get nothing going, well, the tendency is to back up. Amen. But let me tell you, God ain't in the backing up business. God ain't in the backing up business. Amen. God has called men to preach the word. Amen. Not everybody will say amen. Not everybody's going to lie. It. Amen. I'm not afraid of your ugly face. I'm not afraid of the emergency brake pulling. God has given a special anointing to the church in this last hour to break every yoke, to break every yoke, to have revival. Amen. We need the liberty of the apostolic pulpit.
may be seated. Hallelujah. 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 I know, <coughs> I know there's tired folks here tonight. And we understand, you know, there's folks that say, well, I'm not all that emotional on the outside. You know, I'm kind of reserved. My personality is kind of reserved. And there is a difference between stubbornness, rebellion, amen, in coward, or not cowardness, but timidness. Amen. Some folks are timid, but other folks are just outright rebellious. Amen. If you preach about health and prosperity, whoo, hallelujah. Amen. That's good preaching. Amen. But I believe that there's apostolic men here tonight. Amen. That love apostolic preaching. And you're going to fight to keep this pulpit with the identity that God wants for it. Amen. I believe that there are men here that are going to stand up and say, Pastor, preach Preach the word. Amen. Offend me. Amen. Talk to me. Challenge me. I want to be saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let them have Joel Osteen. We want Elder Townsley. Amen. Let them have Ed Young sitting on a little... With these dark churches that look like nightclubs. We need a sword. We need something that's going to make us uncomfortable. We need a word that's going to challenge us. We need a word that's going to change us. We need somebody to look at us and tell us the truth. Oh, hallelujah. This generation is demanding of its preachers. Amen. The, the, the soft-spoken parable kind of preaching. You know, you got to justify and explain everything. I'm not of that kind of a background. Amen. I, I'm, I'm not used to that kind of preaching. I was raised, amen, hearing men with a red face. And with a sword in their hand. Poking and challenging. Amen. In fact, the church has not arrived where it has arrived. Amen. With wimpy preachers. Amen. It has arrived because somebody dared to tell the truth. Amen. The truth is something that this generation does not want to hear. But it still takes truth to save. Hallelujah, you may be seated. I'm going to give you a diamond head 
as the Edmund harder than Flint have I made thy forehead. Fear them not, neither be dismayed at their looks, though they be a rebellious house. Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, all of my words that I shall speak unto thee, receive in thy heart and, and hear them with thine ears. And go, get thee to them of the captivity unto the children of my people and speak unto them and tell them, thus saith the Lord God, whether they will hear it or whether they will not hear it. Amen. There is a responsibility of the apostolic pulpit. Amen. To preach truth. And I believe and I want to challenge men to make that job easier. Amen. To back up your preacher. To back up your pastor. To back up the pulpit. Amen. Tell them. Let them preach the word. Let there be no intimidation. I hope this. Amen. Amen. You, you may be seated. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why? Why is God so interested in breaking us? Because He wants to save us. Because He loves us. Amen. He's going to deal with us. Amen. He's going to break us if He can. He's going to talk to us. Amen. He's going to expose us. He's going to challenge us. Amen. Not to embarrass us, but to save us. And when the preacher comes up with an ugly face, it's because there ain't somebody ugly. Trying to resist that. But since God ain't going to back up, there's going to be a breaking point. And it's better be you. Let not the apostolic ministry break under the stress of having to preach to men that don't want to hear preaching. Amen. Amen. Ezekiel 33. Amen. Ezekiel 33. And I'll... I'll read the end of the scriptures, which I believe has the resume of the whole attitude of the whole chapter. Verse 11, and say unto them, as I alive, as I live, saith the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways. And look at the question. Why will ye die? Oh, house of Israel. Amen. Why fail? Why backslid? Amen. Why give up? I've got a perfect plan. Amen. I put a man on the wall. I've put a watchman. Amen. On the wall. And he's got a trumpet. Not a violin. Not a flute. But a trumpet. Not with a melody. But with a message. I've got somebody to blow the trumpet. I've got somebody to warn my people. Hallelujah. 
You know, back in the Bible days, most of their trumpets, it wasn't for melody. It was for signals. Amen. It was noise. It was, it was a disturbing noise. Amen. The apostolic pulpit cannot lose its, its sharpness of message. The noise. Amen. That will, that, that, that will make us. Amen. Has anybody ever blown a trumpet in your ear? In fact, in fact, you know, uh, certain instruments helps us go to sleep. If you want to sleep, you put on a violin. That, that helps you sleep. Amen. A little flute or even Kenny G playing his saxophone, which I'm just saying that. I don't, I don't listen to Kenny G. Amen. But you, you know, you can easily just, but here God has symbolized. I have put a man on the wall and he's got a trumpet. Amen. And he's looking out. And when he sees the danger coming, amen, and when he seeth the sword come upon, upon the land and blow the trumpet that warn my people, amen, then whosoever hearken to the sound of the trumpet and take not the warning, if the sword comes and take him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet and didn't take the warning. Amen. The apostolic ministry is still warning folks. Amen. We are still preaching. We are still disturbing. Amen. Who is the disturber of Israel? Amen. That's the nature of apostolic Preachers, amen, it's men that make everyone uncomfortable, amen, that preach truth, amen, that sound the word of God. Let there be men in the congregation to raise their hands and say, continue preaching. I'm not intimidated. I'm not fearful. Amen, continue to preach. We must be saved. If he takes the warning, amen, my plan is perfect. I put a man on the wall. I put a trumpet in his hand. Amen. He's blowing the trumpet. And I challenge every apostolic preacher. Let's not give in to the spirit of this last days. Amen. Let's not give in. Amen. To the wishy-washy. The lukewarmness. Amen. And our little sermonettes. Amen. Gotten off of internet. Or John Maxwell books. Amen. We need more than that. Amen. We need more than that. Than just three points in a poem. We need apostolic preaching. We need that sword. We need that trumpet. We need that voice in this last hour. If you take the warning, if you take the warning, you, you're going to be saved. You're going to be saved. Hallelujah. As we, as we read the word of the Lord, you, you can be seated. Matthew, the parable, chapter 25, the parable of the ten virgins. I believe that this parable is, is the picture of 
the last days. The ten virgins represent the church. The midnight hour represents the day we are living in. The Bible said that they all slept and they all slumbered. And we tend to say that what saved them was the oil that they had in their lamps. But really, that's not what saved them. What helped them or what saved them. Verse number 26, and at the midnight hour, there was a cry. If you take the cry out of the parable, they would have all slept past that hour. Amen. It's not the oil, although the oil is an ingredient for salvation. But it's an apostolic preacher that at the midnight hour refuses to give in to the Spirit. Amen. Of the hour to the attitude of don't mess with me. Don't talk to me. Don't challenge me. Amen. I'll choose what I want to hear. I'll choose what I want to say amen to. Amen. I didn't like that preaching. I didn't like that that you had to say. But I'll tell you, there is no man here too big or too important or too old or too young or too smart that you don't need to hear preaching. Amen. We've got to hear this apostolic preaching. And I want to challenge every man, every person in this house. Let's help. Let's make it easy. Let's take away, let's take away the fear from the pulpit. Amen. Well, I know I should preach this, but if I preach it, so many so may not like it. Amen. And there's that challenge. If I don't like what you preach, amen, there's another church down the road that I can go to. Amen. And all that intimidation. And yet God has a word for the church in this last hour. Amen. He's trying to poke us. He's trying to challenge us. Amen. Don't let your attitude challenge the pulpit. Amen. Even when you're right or wrong. Amen. Let the word of God sound. Let the word of God sound. Let every preacher have the liberty to preach. In fact, I'll tell you. Amen. And I'm finishing off. I don't want to bore you here tonight. And again, why should I have to say that? Why should I have to say that? Why should I have to justify just because four or five of you are looking at me like you swallowed a frog or something? Well, 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 well. Amen. We shouldn't be challenged. By men in the church. Amen. That judge and like and don't like. Your money don't mean nothing. As <laughs> a man I knew about time preaching comes, you know, let's worship. He'd raise a billfold, you know. Yeah, hallelujah. Kind of 
telling the preacher, you know, your wallet, your billfold, your money, it doesn't mean nothing. If you want to be saved, you're going to be submissive to the word. You're going to listen to that trumpet. And when that trumpet sounds, he's not preaching to Jack. He's not preaching to Jane. He's not preaching to Paul. He's preaching to me. That word is for me. Amen. That challenge is mine. That, that word is dealing with me. Amen. Stop looking around and wondering who he's talking about. He may be talking to you. He may be talking to me. But it's God's way. It's God's plan for salvation. Hallelujah. I wish, I wish that we could some way, somehow transmit to our preachers and the ministry. Amen. That... We are not going to intimidate them. And whatever they preach, we're not going to run off and try to find another church. We're not going to run off and try to find another shepherd. Amen. The grass on the neighbor is not greener than here. Amen. God has placed me in this garden. And I'm going to remain here. Amen. And I'm going to listen to the voice of the man of God. Amen. I'm going to let that sword work in me. I'm going to let the word of God work in me. I'm going to let the challenges of God work in me. I want to be saved. I don't know about you, but I want to be saved. I want to be saved. I want to be perfected. I want to be challenged. I know this is simple and I'm finishing off. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The biggest... Biggest challenges that me as a preacher have faced. And I've been in ministry since I was 17, 18. I was born and raised in, in Brazil. And really the biggest opposition that we face is not the devil on the outside. It's the devils in the inside. It's the looks. It's the attitudes. It's that emergency brake always pulled up. It's just making things hard and difficult. But I pray tonight that God breaks. And I'm finishing off here. I'm finishing off. But I want God to do a work in someone's heart here tonight. In fact, in fact, I'm going to just do what I feel in the Holy Ghost. I've stayed most of all day today, knelt down in prayer, trying to ask God to help me. And I'm not a professional preacher. I'm not a conference preacher. I'm not. But I, I do feel in the Holy Ghost that God is trying to challenge some men in this conference. God has dealt with you. God has talked to you. God has given you time and time and Chance and chance and opportunity after opportunity. He loves you. He wants to change and save. But if, if we don't bring that spirit to the altar and let God break us and make us into what he wants us to be. Why don't you close your eyes here right now? Let's, let's close our eyes.
you know God has been dealing with you. You know that God has been trying to change you and trying to move you and trying to perfect you. And here once again, once again, amen, I'm here trying to challenge you to bring that to the altar and let God change you. And instead of being a hindrance and a bother and a stumbling block, be a blessing in the church. Come on, let's pray a little bit here tonight. Let's pray a little bit here tonight. Come on, help me here tonight. Help me here tonight. If you've got the Holy Ghost, let that Holy Ghost flow out of you right now. Continue to pray, continue to pray, continue to pray. But let's open this altar for someone, somebody. Continue to pray, continue to pray. Let's entertain the Holy Ghost. Let's let God have His way. Come on, come on. Let's, let's continue to worship. Let's continue to worship. Let's give liberty for the Holy Ghost here to work. God is trying to reach out for somebody. God is trying to once again change and challenge and modify and mold. Why don't you step up to the altar and raise your hands and ask God to help, help, help. Come on, I need the church to help me here tonight. I need the church to help me. I need everybody that's got the Holy Ghost. I need you to open up your mouth and cry out to God. It's time to change. It's opportunity to change. Let's strengthen the ministry, the pulpit, the identity, the Spirit of God. Let's pray, let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. Come on, come on, I need somebody here to help me. The only way this is going to work is if we get in the spirit. If we go up around and get in the spirit realm... It's not by might, it's not by power, it's by the Holy Ghost. It takes the Holy Ghost to break what needs to be broken. Come on, somebody pray, somebody pray. You've been playing around too long. It's time to make it right. It's time to break down and pray.
Come on, if you got the Holy Ghost, let it flow. Let it flow, let it flow. We need a move of the Holy Ghost. Strengthen every apostolic preacher. Every discouraged preacher. Strengthen tonight, God. Let there be strength from these men. To lift up weary hands. Let there be strength from these men. Not everybody is challenging the ministry and the word. Not everybody, not everybody. There's still somebody. That wants to be saved. I want to be saved. God strengthen my pastor. Come on, church. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Just help me here just a little bit. Just help me here just a little bit. I know there's food, but let's, let's press in a little stronger. Let's press in for a breakthrough. A renewing of the Holy Ghost. A breathe of the Holy Ghost. There's going to be strength and power. And anointing and encouragement. There's preachers here that are discouraged. They're weary, weary, weary. Let us be a strength. That's it, that's it. I challenge you, let's raise our voice and break the opposing spirits. This is a time of refreshing and renewing. There's preachers here that need a touch. Raise your voice. If you're one of them that are fighting for this truth, raise your voice in authority. No, it's not time for patty cake. No, it's not time for playing around. It's time for us to break. To break. To break.
We still have a few little minutes. We still have a few little minutes. Let's pray a little bit more. Let's pray. Let's pray. Stretch your hand and pray for somebody. This apostolic church cannot die. Oh, I feel a burden here tonight. I feel a burden. I feel like there's preachers fighting, fighting, fighting. And I want some way, somehow, to make it easy or easier. I don't want to be out of order here tonight, but let's just, let's let the Holy Ghost minister. Let, let the Holy Ghost. Strengthen the weary. We still have time. Let's let the Holy Ghost move here just a little bit. We don't have to worry. We don't have to worry. Tomorrow's Saturday. There's some preachers that need help here. There's saints that are needed to make recommit. I don't know why I feel a, I feel a, a blockage. And if we can break that blockage. If we can break the blockage, there is help from the... If you can just give me four or five more minutes, raise your hands and your voice and authority. Let's get in the spirit and pray. Pray one for... A... Just four or five more minutes. Let us pray, pray. There's too many forces challenging the apostolic ministry. And I come against each and every one of them. You're not sick. You're not depressed. You're just tired. And God can renew you. No, it's not time to quit. No, it's not time to retire. You're not depressed. You're just tired. And God can...
Everybody's eyes closed. Everybody's eyes closed. It's spell time. You're not depressed. You're not defeated. <laughs> You're just tired. And God is going to give you the renewing. Oh, if I just had 10 people to help. Yes, yes, yes. You're not defeated. You're not defeated. You're just tired. And God's got the renewing that you need.